The following content contains adult subject matter and sensitive material, including discussion of pregnancy loss, and is intended for adult consumption only. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Therefore, discretion is advised. Welcome to You Heard Me Right, a podcast that brings people together through creativity, collaboration, and colorful conversation. I'm your host, Casey. Y'all, how did we get to the end of our season two road trip so quickly? I mean, I know it's all about the journey and not the destination or whatever, but like, we've just had so much fun this season. I mean, the adventures we've had, it's it's gonna be hard to head back home to a life of utter normalcy, I must say. But fortunately for us, today's episode is truly our North Star. The theme for today's show is... Glitter. Keep on shining, friends, and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you for joining us live on the red carpet of the You Heard Me Right Awards where the soundies and scribes look dazzling, glittering in their finest attire under a sky full of stars. Oh, wow. Speaking of stars, I believe that's the limousine of... No, could it be? Yes, it's today's guest writer, Robin. Robin, Robin here, over here, Robin. Hi, my name is Robin Cloud. I'm a writer and director and uh, born in Hartford, Connecticut and lived in Brooklyn for most of my life and then recently moved to Los Angeles. I love the concept that, you know, I can create something and then someone else is going to hopefully be inspired by it to create. It's almost like two pieces of art, almost three pieces of art kind of. Well, no, two pieces of art being made where I've created something and then it's going to get morphed into another form. Um, I think that's really cool and it kind of feels like as if we were a band and we were making a song together. And and that's, I love it. Robin will now read her written piece entitled The Unknown You. I watched you shoot through the sky and carry all of my hopes and dreams with you. Small, smaller than small, microscopic love. I hold the vision of you in my mind, but not too tightly for fear of crushing you. I want to shout and scream that you are coming, to tell everyone that one day your presence will rename me. I prep and plan and plan and prep. Your arrival will be the greatest gift. Then suddenly you are no longer earthbound. You turn back into the mist and matter. You disappear. 
I hold the vision of you in my mind and pray that next time your course is clear. How's my hair? Do I look too shiny? That Robin was a great interview, but the one banjo player we interviewed before her, ugh, I couldn't get a word in. Can we, can we possibly edit that out of the replay, darling? And we are back! Only a few more moments before we head inside to find out who will win the shimmering trophy and the prestigious title of Most Chill Artsy Person of the Year. The competition is fierce, and speaking of fierce, I don't believe my eyes. This stylish creature coming towards me must be the first guest soundy to arrive this evening. It's the fabulous Alexandra. Hi, I'm Alexandra. I create uh, films, videos, sound art, soundscapes, really anything multimedia. I was invited to the show because you found me on the Sound Girls EQL uh, database. Well, it was definitely exciting because uh, I really enjoy the conversations that come out of creating a thing and the community it brings. And I think not knowing who this person was during the process, I had to, you know, think about other people that I knew and other memories and try to find something to grab onto and imagine a story or some human experience that I could tie it to. Well, folks, the carpet is beginning to clear as people begin to head into the theater. Trying to be the first in line at the bar, no doubt, but everyone knows that the red carpet always has a surprise in store for those patient enough to wait for it. Mom! Would you, would you get out of my shot? Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. If the people inside are half as excited as the fans out here, we are in for quite the evening. <gasps> And it looks like good things will indeed come to those who have waited for this last-minute red carpet appearance by today's second guest soundie, the most immaculate debonair, Stephen. Stephen, Stephen, who are you wearing? Stephen. Hi, I'm Stephen Chesley. I am a singer and sound designer, a songwriter from the Washington, D.C. area. I am now in L.A., and enjoying it. I, I loved sort of having the agency to submit whatever we wanted just because I think the best way to create is when you're given free reign, but like with a time constraint. So I think I felt just sort of free to let the poem tell me what I was supposed to create. I felt like I wanted to honor the experience of who wrote the poem, who whoever story that was, whether or not you know, it was fictional or non-fictional, like it's someone's truth, and so I just wanted to respect that. All right. All of the stars are in the house tonight, and we are almost ready to start the show. The Most Chill Artsy Person Award will surely go to the most creative, the most laid-back, the most... What's this? Breaking news! The results of the Most Chill Artsy Person Award winner have been leaked. And it looks like this year, there is a three-way tie. I can't believe this. This is probably the most unexpected thing to happen at an award show in years. Uh, well, anyway, join us right back here after this commercial break. Maybe we'll even get an exclusive interview with the three winners. Only on You Heard Me Right.
This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Robin and Stephen and Alexandra, thank you so much for being here today on You Heard Me Right. Robin was given a theme, which the Soundies do not know yet, so I actually will um, let you reveal that a little bit later after we hear the pieces. And that theme was the inspiration for her poem, which was then given to y'all, and you responded to it uh, using your audio talents. And I guess now we're at the moment that we've we've all been waiting for. We're going to listen to the pieces. And yesterday, I was just like, you're closest to me. We'll go first. So by virtue of who's on the couch. Uh, If we could roll Alexandra's piece, please. Lovely stuff. All right. And next we will hear Stephen's audio response. Oh, my God. 
Thank you very much. Gorgeous, gorgeous work, everyone. Um, Robin, I'm, I'm curious wow. to know. That was in response to to your writing. This how so how do you feel? Cool. Um, wow, I really like moved and touched. They were so different. Um, it sort of felt like sky and earth meeting between the two of them. Um, that's that's sort of felt, yeah. They almost felt like they could be one together. Those two pieces. It was really beautiful. Thank you guys. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing. It's funny, I I wasn't sure what the other response would be, but I feel like there's similar themes of travel mm-hmm. or like a voyage of some sort, um, which was one of my big takeaways from the poem when I read it. Are you two soundies curious to know what the theme was that set off this journey of travel and such yeah i am yeah. i'm very curious i have like i i know i also was thinking the whole way i was like what is it what Can if I you guess? have to take a guess yes if you have oh, to take wow. a guess what would you think one or two word theme could have been one or two words right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't think it would be mm, loss i will say loss yeah i definitely looked at it as like the hope of something coming and it's almost there and then it's fleeting so we have a loss we have a fleeting i mean in all honesty i thought i thought it was miscarriage is where i but i didn't think that would be the theme so i guess i was like oh first thought is probably not right thought so it's like it was probably something more broad and then the writer narrowed into like keyed into a more specific piece of what loss would mean so I think that's where I got to loss from. Excellent points of common connection. Mm-hmm. I will let you do the honors. What was the theme that was given to you? The theme was glitter. Whoa. <laughs> the faces. Oh. Their faces, y'all. <laughs> the shock. Wow. What? That's so cool. Glitter. What? That is so cool. What? I, I'm capturing some of this. What? Why is that a, a theme that's cool to you? There's a simplicity in glitter, and I guess what I read was very narrative and complex, and I mean, you were thinking miscarriage. I thought maybe the hope of maybe a relationship starting and then it not starting. Um, wow. I I said cooler. Why I'm excited is not, I don't know if excited is the word, but I feel there's a little bit of relief because... Because I did think it was about the loss of a child specifically, and maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's because of a friend, maybe that's why that's where my mind went to. But because that's what I pulled specifically from the poem, I was very, I don't know if nervous is the right word. Maybe nerves, maybe nerves are the right word because I, because it's such a powerful thing to go through for someone, I was worried about triggering someone that may have already gone through this and made it to the other side or bringing back up a trauma that someone may have already processed and then not wanted to revisit. So I think hearing that it was glitter, I don't know, it gives me a little peace thinking that, oh, there's 
there's something a bit lighter that this was about. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't say it was about glitter. Right. Okay. Well, there it yeah, is. Yeah, that's a good and there point. It is. Okay. <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. Ooh. Tap it. Tap into that. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So what, it was about miscarriage, actually. You were exactly on point. Okay. Um, and I think both of your interpretations were really beautiful. And it is a relationship too, you know, like you yes. said that about a relationship mm-hmm. starting and ending and, the, and it, it is that as well. So I think as artists, we are inherently sensitive to the world around us and key in on things that perhaps non-artistic people don't have the ability to. Um, I think we're spiritually more open um, and and have the feelers out, have emotional feelers out in ways that um, other people, non-artists do. And I think that's one of the things. And like I said, when I heard the topic or read that the, the inspiration was going to be glitter, you know, I immediately latched on to this notion of this like tiny little embryo floating through, you know, cosmic space. And like, that's because that's what was happening in my life at the moment and something that I was processing Um and it's just a beautiful thing that we can all bring our own emotional history to one word or one piece or one poem mm. and see it in different ways. I feel like one of the things I know about myself is I I, I guess through a lot of my life, I feel like I second-guessed a lot of things or not even second-guess. I think it was hard for me to make up my mind a lot, and so I would vacillate between decisions on, like, what I would do or should do or wouldn't do. And I feel like art is the one space where I allow myself to leave doubt and just go with what I feel is right. And so when I read the poem, there was not—it didn't really take me long. It's like as soon as—it was almost like sheet music. It felt—reading the poem felt like, oh, this is just— this is what these sounds mean. As I'm reading it, this is what I heard. Yeah, my experience uh, with the piece um, was reading it over and over again and uh, also speaking it, saying it out loud and reading it. I also typed it on a, a uh, what's it called? Those typewriters. <laughs> <laughs> that my old printer thing. was being too <laughs> slow and we have a typewriter at the house. So I thought, here's a great opportunity and that also solidified it a little more. And then I had this nice, pretty, typed out thing to keep referring to. Um, and I would just read it and try and say it back to myself, what I thought the story was uh, and the, the narrative. And then look at different words that you chose while also grabbing on to the things that I could pull from my own life in. And then layering it and then adding more of me into it in the end. What... I mean, it sounds like both of of you soundies almost like not made up a person, but you didn't know that Robin was the person you'd be meeting today. But you kind of were like, I think this person could be X or I I think this person could be saying this. So I I guess for really all of you, how did knowing that you were essentially going to be meeting strangers today and having conversations and talking about your work that you made. Is that something that is is scary? Is that exciting? Or do you feel better about it now that it's happening in real time? Like, what are your thoughts about that whole thing? I love this. I think it's so cool. It's such a unique um, experience to have 
to, to create something and then have other people interpret it in their own version of it. Um, so I think it's amazing, and I, I was really excited. Yeah, I think I think it adds to the creative experience not knowing who the person is because I think if you were to meet them or see them, then you take in all the different parts of their identity, and so you immediately, you know, we're human. We see somebody and we think certain things based on their name or their appearance or what they look like or what they sound like. And so us creating based off of the work alone, I think is such a new, a unique way to create art. And I don't know, I feel like this should be its own genre of like artistic <laughs> expression. It's like there's everybody should do this. Like every artist should have this experience because I felt so connected to the piece and, you know, in turn, the person who wrote it without having, you know, met them before. I hope it's cool to co-sign on my own show. I think everyone should do this, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alexandra, your thoughts about the anonymous collaborative process. Yeah, it really left a lot of things open and and left it kind of up to me to guess, but then also be like, well, this is what I think, so I'm going to go with it. Um and I sensed hope in it and like an underlying maybe like somber or sad. And I, I thought in the creating of the audio to encompass both, but also leave it on the hopeful side. You know, in the process of transferring an embryo, you can watch it happen on this big screen. And our doctor described it as a shooting star when you can see it like being released into the uterus. And um, when I read Glitter, I thought it made me think of that because it's like a shooting star and then it's, you know, sort of like this thing that's usually exploding and floating in the space and falling on you and surrounding you and all of a sudden it falls to the ground and it's and it's gone. Um, but then it still lingers on you and you can never get rid of Glitter. Um and so it sort of really tapped into sort of this experience of, of trying to have a child. And um, I think the the poem, you know, I kind of wait to hear things. And this is going to sound crazy, but maybe not because we're all artists. But I sort of wait to hear words or I hear characters speak to me. And, um, you know, I was sitting in my backyard and I heard the first line and I was like, oh, okay. You know, and, and just wrote it, and then I, I sent it to you. And it all came out at once, and um, that's how I experienced it in the process mm. of writing it. What a lovely way to sort of settle into this process. I was certainly anticipating being able to chat with all of you today and getting to get you together and hear, hear all your stuff and do all the things. So thank you so much for showing up and sharing and being the glittery people that you are. <laughs> this is fabulous. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Of course. Oh. Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> well, I guess Spotify really let us do this again. And we couldn't be more grateful to have had the opportunity to travel the country meeting new friends who will now forever be a part of the You Heard Me Right family. And thank you for being such a great travel mate this season. In fact, y'all know you can always shoot us a message on social about how you felt about the show. You can tell us about some of your favorite guests or pieces. We want 
want to know. Oh, and if you're curious about how you could be a guest on future episodes of the pod, be on the lookout for that info on our official website. Thank you to everyone who's helped us navigate another fascinating year by allowing us to once again demonstrate how unique perspectives, bravery, and vulnerability can connect people all over the world through the arts. We'll have to do this again soon, yeah? We'll hear you later. You Heard Me Right is a Spotify SoundUp original series and was workshopped as part of the SoundUp Podcasting Accelerator at Spotify headquarters in New York City. From Could Be Pretty Cool Productions, this episode was produced and edited by Casey Willis. Audio engineering by Isaac Rodriguez. Mixing and sound design by Moon Echo Audio. And videography by Jacob McCoy. Our executive producers are Casey Willis and Moon Echo Audio. Special thanks to Greg Cooler at Lantern Audio, Gina, Baron, Lexi, Caroline, and Simone. From Spotify, executive producers Julie McNamara, Corinne Gilliard, Miguel Contreras, Natalie Tillock, and James Zumwalt. For more information about today's guest artists, visit us at HerdWrightPod.com or follow us on IG at HerdWrightPod. Thanks for listening.